Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. Psych, no Bach today, but it is I, Enrique Alvarez Cleary, affectionately known as Rico to all of you. Welcome into the Ticket Water Cooler here on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I am joined by my good friend and a lot of the time co-host, Austin <laughs> Orman. It's kind of turning into that, isn't it? It really is. At some point, we're going to have our own show together. I don't know when, but it's going to happen. We had a trial run at the uh, the pregame show. That we went did. really well. Well, I think it might be uh, it might be a thing for these next two weeks is if Nick keeps being out. Nick is down in Omaha right now with um, Jake Sorensen checking out our area where we're going to be because we will be down in Omaha at the College World Series this coming Friday, next Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday doing our thing down there. We'll also be broadcasting the games here on the ticket, but in between those times, we will, we will be on the air live from the College World Series, uh, partnering with Blur Parties, just hanging out downtown. It's going to be a grand old time. It's going to be fantastic. So we hope to see a lot of you down there. But you can get into contact with the show, the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Heyman text line, 402-464-5685, or check us out on the Sarder Heyman Jewelers live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Subscribe, like, follow all of those pages. Uh, help us boost those numbers up right now. We we're, we're not sitting in rookie numbers, but we're, we want to get higher. We always want to get higher in those numbers. So please, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, like, subscribe, follow, share, retweet, all of that fun stuff. Uh, at 93.7, the ticket is where you can usually find us on all of those sites. But uh, Austin, how are you doing today? You know, just hanging in there. I'm usually here at this time, but I'm usually in the back eating lunch or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, got to get up and get going a little early. Yeah, so. I'm sorry I had to Figure drag you in here. And, no, it's all good. Be able to, I mean, Try to be a team like player. A, no, I, next man up mentality. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel like uh, there's at least, you know, the first hour and a half of your show is pretty pretty self-prepared with the NBA Finals coming to a conclusion. Uh, Nebraska Volleyball adding a very special assistant coach. And uh, the Jordy Ball stuff still out there. Trying to see where she, where she's going to land. Um Lincoln Arneal did tweet out that he has people telling him that Jordy Ball is on a visit to Nebraska today. Again, no word on on her commitment or when or where she will be going. We know that it's in the state, but again, there are three other divi- there are two other Division One programs that aren't named the Cornhuskers, so um, that is something to keep an eye out for. So, uh, yeah, just a lot of stuff going on, especially with uh, women with the first letter J in their first name. Well, the name Jordan, but yeah. Spelled differently. Yeah, but still one Jordan. letter different. It is. Yeah. So, so here's my question on Jordy Ball, real quick. Okay. If she comes to Nebraska, do you, you know, use her kind of like Courtney Wallace, where she's mostly, you know, in the circle and hitting every once in a while, or do you go full Shohei? So, if you go back and look at her stats from, I believe it was just her senior year at Papillion Vista, hit like 500 or something. She didn't hit she? around 500. She had 20 home runs, Ooh. and she had, I think, somewhere around. Uh, 40 plus RBIs. I could be way off on that number, but she hit around 500, had 20 home runs as a batter, while also having a sub .2 ERA in her entire career at Papillion La Vista. I think she only lost three games with the Monarchs. So, um, I think you go full Shohei with her, and I think, again, this is just a thought. This isn't what I've heard from anybody. 
I think that might also be a reason why she left Oklahoma, aside from being homesick and wanting to come back to the state. I think she wanted to hit. You know, they had her, mm-hmm. Patty Gasso had her run, so she didn't have to focus on pitching as much. But I think being able to hit and being able to step into the batter's box while also being in the circle and give yourself some run support might also be something that she's looking to do. And I think Nebraska would be more than open to doing that. I'm sure UNO and Creighton would be also be the same way, <laughs> uh, especially for a player of her caliber. Mm-hmm. With her one ERA and her two years in collegiate softball uh, and her ability to swing the, swing the bat, I, I I don't see why Nebraska wouldn't be more than willing to offer her the full show hate treatment. That's what I think would be best for the team as well, to slot another you know solid bat in there. Yeah, 5'10 with 20 homers and 50 RBI is a senior at Papio. And then while she's doing that, she went 27-0 on the mound with a .1 ERA. Not anything .1, just a .1. Yeah. ERA, just 27 hits and 15 walks in 137 innings. She can be, continue to be a dominant pitcher. I would love to see her get the chance to swing the bat a little bit more. And that's interesting, too, regardless of the sport. When there is a talent like Jordy Ball out there, when you have a number one you know, prospect in football or basketball, how much of it is, what do I want to do and what will you allow me to do? And how much of it is, now you're committing to the team, we expect you to buy in and be a team player. That's a fascinating line that I don't think mm. coaches you know, talk about a lot. I think it's a little bit of both. I think you're kind of crossing over on both sides where we want you to buy in and be a team player, but also what's best for the team might be exactly what you're looking for. What's best for Nebraska might having a pitcher who does both, hit and hit and pitch. Get in the circle, get in the batter's box, do both things because Courtney Wallace, although she didn't bat a lot, um, and sported a, a 250 batting average this season, a lot of clutch hits. It may not have been a lot of hits, but especially down in that regional, she had some clutch hits. It didn't lead to a lot mm-hmm. of wins, but she was getting on base. I think she went 4-4 four for four in that elimination game against Oklahoma State. Um, so she's she was up there and, and doing her thing in the batter's box, and I'm sure Jordy Ball would be more than willing to do that. And Nebraska, again, as I said, would be more than willing to do that for her. But as you said, getting in the circle and – being a number one recruit and and being able to show what she's been able to show in the Big Twelve, which is a very good softball conference, and in the Women's College World Series and the in the uh, playoffs and the the the, the uh, postseason for softball, what she's been able to show against that top tier of talented teams, coming to the Big Ten, going to the Valley, playing in the Big East, I, I think honestly, in terms of talent outside of a couple of teams here and there. Probably a step down from the Big 12. So her oh, going absolutely. against these batters day in and day out, night in and night out, I I expect – well, mm, careful. <laughs> I am hoping to see those stats look even better. You I don't would, know if you I'm going too far. I, I'm, ex- I, I'm, I'm hoping, not expecting. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be I don't want to be one of those people, but I'm hoping that going into a – and it sounds weird – a weaker – conferences in terms of softball talent than the Big 12 and Oklahoma moving to the SEC this next season, mm-hmm. um, you would hope that her numbers look even better, if not just similar. Because it's even similar numbers are still extremely impressive. And that probably makes her Big Ten Player of the Year. Easily. If she just copy and paste. The The funny thing is, is we normally see someone like Jordy Ball put up numbers like she did at a mid-major and transfer up. Mm-hmm. Seeing her put up these numbers in one of the best softball conferences in the country for the premier program in the country, and then transferring down? A little lateral, that, slightly down. 
It's like a it's half. Da- it's like there, a half. There's, there's no lateral from Oklahoma right now. I mean, anyone right. else in the you're country right. is down. Now, I don't mean that as a slight to Coach Ravel in the program. It's, yeah. it's built up. It's strong. It's solid. But anywhere is a step down from Oklahoma. I mean, so, they just won three straight national titles. So, yeah. Right. Can't disagree. No. And the the concern that I have about that is how does Jordy Ball get pushed? How does she get pushed to improve mm-hmm. and keep working? Because, you know, the old adage, you know, if you're staying the same, you're getting worse. Mm-hmm. If you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. The worry for me is, does she get bored of not being pushed, of being, you know, too good putting up the numbers she does? Can she add another pitch? Can she work on sequencing differently? Can she work on her, you know, command and control, her locating? Can she take another step forward in the batter's box? Because that's the challenge for Nebraska, is don't let her get bored. Find ways to help her improve and push mm-hmm. her boundaries. And I think that's exactly what batting is going to do. I think stepping into that batter's box is going to be something that mm-hmm. she's going to be able to focus on outside of the pitching realm. Like, she's already top tier in pitching, and like you said, mm-hmm. can she get better? I think getting it, stepping into the batter's box again and being able to do that is what's going to keep those competitive juices flowing. And she's a very competitive person regardless. Mm-hmm. But being able to you know, do something that you haven't really done all that much, if at all. I, I think she batted a few times in Oklahoma, uh, but all that much in college and proving that you can do both things that's to me what's going to keep her extremely competitive and this team is already supremely competitive you've you've seen them you know night in and night out um go up against those top tier teams and and put up a fight whether they win or lose so her going against the Andrews sisters, going against Sydney mm-hmm. Gray, going against Caitlin Canada, going against you know all those other players on this, you know, and Abby Squire, uh, uh, everybody else on this roster. I think that's going to keep those competitive juices going, and that's going to keep her trying to improve, and you know, not being homesick anymore. I think that might take that might help her take a step forward. You hope because I think there's you know something to be said for going outside of your comfort zone, being pushed, but. The hope coming back home is that she's more comfortable and she's able to take what she learned mm-hmm. in Oklahoma and raise everyone up to her level. You know, she's not, you know, brought here to be a coach, but if she can, you know, bring her work ethic, bring some of the techniques to help improve everyone else mm-hmm. and she feels better, you know, in a better headspace, you would like to think that would, you know, improve not just her play, but everyone around her. Yeah, she's been, you know, she's been to the mountaintop twice. She's been places that, that nobody else on this team has been outside of uh, the coaching staff. So uh, being able to impart that kind of wisdom on this team is going to go a long way, you hope. But that's going to do it for the first segment here. Up next, Jordan Larson, the legend of Nebraska from Hooper, Nebraska, the national champion with Nebraska, the gold medalist with Team USA, is coming back. She's going to be an assistant coach under John Cook and the Nebraska Volleyball Program. What does this do for an already great program? How much will her experience help this program take another step forward, if that's even possible? Up next on the Ticket Water Cooler. (laughs) 